Welcome to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. This is Carol McLeod, and I love breaking the bread of life with you every weekday. Even though I don't know you personally, I feel that our hearts are joined together in love and in faith. We're currently in a series entitled Greater Than Good. God's goodness is so much greater than anything that you or I could ever conceive of. How wonderful to know that God has blessing and great goodness for your life. Do you believe it? God is working behind the scenes on your behalf. God is working out all of your circumstances, the events in your life, and even those difficult people. He's working it all out in your life for His glory. His glory is His goodness, and He loves splashing everything that He has on your life. Now, let's open the Word of God together. Last week, we left Jacob all alone in the wilderness of life. It was dark. It was pitch black. There was no street lamp to light his way. He didn't have a flashlight. He didn't have a blanket or a pillow for his head. Jacob was a fugitive. He was running away from home because his brother had threatened to kill him, because Jacob had stolen Esau's birthright and his blessing. And so Jacob is alone, all alone in the wilderness of life with nothing to keep him warm and no one to comfort him. When suddenly in the nighttime sky, he saw a glorious vision. He saw a ladder going to heaven with angels ascending and descending. And Jacob heard the voice of God. Let me read to you what God spoke over Jacob in Genesis chapter 28, verses 13 and 14. And behold, the Lord stood above the ladder and said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give it to you and to your descendants. Your descendants will also be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. And in you and in your descendants shall all the families of the earth be blessed." I don't know if you remember it or not, but we have heard these words before. These are almost the exact same words that God spoke to Abraham. Let me read to you what God spoke to Abraham two generations earlier in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. Now, the Lord said to Abram, go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. And so shall you be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and the one who curses you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. This same blessing is echoing through the decades and is now landing on Jacob, the deceiver's life. Well, God didn't speak these words just one time to Abram. He spoke them again to Abram, who was Jacob's grandfather. God said to Abram in Genesis 15, 5 through 7, 
And God took Abram outside and said, Now look toward the heavens and count the stars if you are able to count them. And God said to Abram, So shall your descendants be. Then Abram believed in the Lord, and he reckoned it to him as righteousness. And God said, I am the Lord who brought you out of the Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess it. So God spoke those words to grandfather Abraham, and then he spoke them to Jacob's father, Isaac, in Genesis 26, verse 4. I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven and will give your descendants all these lands, and by your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. And now God spoke these same words to the third generation. God spoke them to Abraham, to Isaac, and now to Jacob. These words are becoming very familiar to us, aren't they? But let's not forget that this is the very first time that Jacob has heard these words addressed to him. He's listening to these words in the wilderness. He is a runaway who has just sinned. He is fearing for his very life. And in this moment, under the stars, without a friend and without a blanket, the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac becomes the God of Jacob. And at this moment in time, heaven roared in approval. You know, this was not a perfect family by any means. Abraham had lied about who Sarah was. Abraham went into Hagar when he got impatient with God. Isaac lied about who Rebekah was out of fear. Jacob was a deceiver and a robber. And yet God blessed this family still. My friend, this is a word for someone listening today. Do not think that your family has to be perfect for God to bless you. Now, when we're not perfect, it's because we're placing human desire in the place of God's highest and best. We think that we know what is good. And like Abraham and Isaac, we lie, we deceive, we compromise. We think that we know what is good. And so we give in to fleshly desires rather than waiting for the ways and for the will of God, the perfect father. We deceive our way into what we think will make us happy. And in those moments, just like God took Abraham outside and played, let's count the stars. God will take you on a journey, my friend. God will take you on a journey just like he did with Jacob. He will strip away creature comforts from your life so that all you can see is him, so that all you can hear is his voice. And to this family blessing, God tax on a personal word to Jacob, the one who fears for his very life. Let me read it to you from Genesis 28, verse 15. God said to Jacob, Behold, I'm with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. God said to Jacob, son, you are not alone. I am with you. Jacob, you might feel alone, but you are not. Jacob, you might just have left your family, but you are not alone. It's in the wilderness of life 
when you feel most alone, my friend, that heaven will touch earth. God will build a stairway to get to your heart. God will build a ladder from heaven to capture your attention. You know, heaven communicates with earth when our plans have gone awry and when human pain is all we know. God promised to bring Jacob home again, and God's will is always reconciliation within the family unit. You know what's amazing to me? Jacob stole the birthright and the blessing when God had it for him all along. God had a blessing and a plan for Jacob's life. Jacob didn't need to connive and control and covet and deceive, and neither do you. Can you rest? Can you wait in a place of peace, knowing that God is working behind the scenes of your life? You can trust him. God has been to your future and it is good. God is working all the circumstances, all the events, all the difficult people in your life for your good and for his glory. Do you believe it? I believe it wholeheartedly. Genesis 28, verses 16 through 19. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I didn't know it. And Jacob was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So Jacob rose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on its top. Jacob discovered the dwelling place of God in this lonely and desolate place. Heaven opened for Jacob when he left all that he loved and all that he could control. You know, a night in the wilderness had become a holy moment for this man by the name of Jacob. No longer was Jacob consumed with his journey, with his loneliness, or with the creatures in the wilderness. Jacob, the man, was encountering the God of creation. And Jacob said, this is a holy moment. Jacob's response was, this place is awesome. That word awesome in the Hebrew is the Hebrew word yara, and it literally means to tremble for joy. You know, Jacob was afraid, but he was filled with the joy of the presence of the Lord. Something so wonderful had happened to Jacob that it stirred up awe. He was trembling for joy at the presence of the Lord. There was no other response but joy, because in the presence of the Lord, there is always fullness of joy. We find that verse in Psalm 16, 11. You know, Jacob's stone pillow, so hard and so cold, became a memorial of worship, and he anointed it with oil. Jacob named this location in the wilderness Bethel, which literally means the house of God. My friend, there is a Bethel 
in every wilderness in life. There is a holy place in your loneliest moments. I'm praying for you today, my friend, that God will speak to you and that you will surely tremble for joy in his presence. Jesus, we just declare today that your idea of good is so much better than ours. And Lord, we want to tell you that you are our greater than good. Jesus, we would really rather have you than silver or than gold. So Jesus, we give you permission to invade our lives with your goodness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.